This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I'm Shannon Bream. I'm Tom Shalhoub. I'm Maria Bartiromo, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. Some recent comments made by both the president of Ukraine and the mayor of Kiev indicate that the writing may be on the wall when it comes to this Russian invasion. So is it too late? Has Ukraine already lost this war? Because Putin and his military, they were not able to march into Kiev. That created this 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 thought that, you know, because we were so emotive about it, that perhaps Ukraine's going to win. And that became the narrative. But as long as it continues to drag on, Russia just has too much in the way of resource. This is the Fox News Rundown, War on Ukraine. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Russia's war in Ukraine has been going on for most of this year, and there hasn't been a lot of good news associated with it. Slowly but surely, Russia is gaining territory and accomplishing their goals in Ukraine. All this is the rest of the world watches somewhat hopelessly. It's not over, but I think it's important to, to be clear that in a war of attrition, without direct intervention by the U.S. and NATO allies, which is not going to happen, I think all sides understand that, um, Ukraine is not going to win. It's not going to be a happy ending. Our guest today is Mike Baker, a former CIA covert operations officer and CEO of Portman Square Group. That's a global intelligence and security firm. And I think that's been understood. It was very emotive at the beginning and still continues to be. But there was a, a tremendous outpouring of, of support and admiration for the Ukrainian military and Ukrainian people um, because they didn't just roll over, because uh, Putin and his military, they were not able to march into Kiev. So that created this, this, this thought that, you know, because we were so emotive about it, that perhaps Ukraine's going to win. And that became the narrative. But as long as it continues to drag on, Russia just has too much in the way of resource, and they're not being choked off in the sense of their primary source of revenue. If we had at the outset somehow been able to sanction their oil and stop the sale of, of Russian oil energy uh, to the outside world, then it would be an entirely different story. But we weren't able to do that. And that's a series of missteps, I would argue. That goes all the way back to the way we've been handling our own internal U.S. energy policy for the past couple of years. That then created this environment where we couldn't step in and uh, and take over for Germany and Italy and others that are very dependent on Russian oil. And so it, 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 there's a cascading effect there just in terms of U.S. policy. But no, I, I guess that's a long-winded answer for your question. 
We'll take that. We love long-winded answers, especially so when they are, you know, very exact like that. When it comes down to, hey, the United States could have done more here to help Ukraine. And it's not just in the form of sending weapons. It really comes down to our energy policy because that's been a huge deal in this war. Russia being able to weaponize energy to be able to make profits and continue to wage this war on Ukraine. Mike, you've got experience in the CIA, uh, covert operations officer, so... You know a thing or two about spying. I want to talk about Russian spies infiltrating Ukraine. How difficult is that for the Russians? And how much of a factor do you think that Russian spying on Ukraine has played in this war? Well, it's, I mean, clearly the, the, the Russian military and intel um, organizations made a, a huge number of missteps and mistakes uh, throughout this campaign of theirs. Uh, but um, they have had um, eyes and ears inside the Ukrainian uh, intel organizations and military uh, for years and years and years. Because, you know, prior to the Ukraine uh, veering towards democracy and, and potentially you know, NATO membership, their primary benefactor was Russia. And by definition, that meant that the intel services there in uh, Ukraine, whether within the intel organization or the military intelligence, uh, were directed by, certainly in early days, uh, the KGB and the GRU, and then later the FSB. So, and this is what Russia has done for decades uh, with Eastern Europe and, and, and the former stance is, is they've been able to, as you phrase it, infiltrate uh, because they have been the primary benefactor, because they have been the trainers of those intel services. And so it's not a, it's not a heavy lift for them at all. All right, let's uh, shift away from the war and talk about another situation that's going on between the United States and Russia. And it centers on a basketball star, an American basketball star, Brittany Griner, who is currently on trial right now after some cannabis oil cartridges were found in her luggage at the airport in Moscow. She took the stand in her own defense here, says that it wasn't intentional. She was packing her bags quickly. Nevertheless, there's a lot of people, including us here, we've said it on this podcast, who believe she could be a political prisoner right now. Now, the Biden administration apparently is offering a prisoner exchange with Brittany Griner, a guy named Victor Bout, who is a convicted Russian's arms trafficker. He's serving a 25-year prison sentence in the United States as part of a potential deal to possibly not only get Brittany Griner out, but another American who's been held in Russia right now, Paul Whelan. Uh, Mike, what I want to talk to you about is the politics of this as far as the, how it looks for the Biden administration, do you think it's worth giving up someone who is trafficking Russian arms to the United States up for Brittany Griner and another American citizen? You know, at this stage of the game, I would argue, uh, yes, it is. Uh, Victor Boot is, is a fairly well-known commodity after all these years. Um, and, uh, you know, I think um, is he he's of little importance, but he's one of the few pawns we've got left to put on the board when we're talking about trying to affect an exchange like this. Uh, look, Brittany Griner is is you know really the unfortunate victim of timing in all of this. If this had occurred uh, a couple of years ago, you know we wouldn't be talking about this because she would have been released uh, much quicker. But she is there is no question, and so is Paul Whale, and they're political pawns at this point. And so I think it's the right thing to do is try to get them home. And if we have to give up a, a, a uh, uh, you know, a uh, scumbag like Boot, uh, he's not, you know, the, the, he's not going to be threatening us in the future. There's not going to be any blowback from having him out and about. So I'm not, you know, fussed about that. I just think it's it's time for this administration to do something to get her home. 
Do you think Russia is going to take this deal, though? Because to me, it kind of seems like they're negotiating from a position of power on this issue because they have Brittany Griner, obviously, for a much more minor offense. And, uh, th- you know, they're trying to get this other guy out there. Do you think Russia is going to take the bait on this deal? Um, you know what? It's I think it's a, it's a it's a fool's game at this point to try to um, second guess any potential motivation uh, or action by right. Putin. He's just proven himself to be so off the, the rails. Uh, and I don't mean that. To, I don't, I'm not implying that he's insane. I think he's very calculated, but he's he, there's so little regard for norms of behavior anymore from from Putin that I think we we're, we're just not in a position. It's all speculation to try to. And that's been part of the problem with this with this uh, war anyway, is getting intel on the plans and intentions of Putin is, is a tremendously heavy lift. Spies, lies and Americans behind bars in Russia. There's a lot on the table today. We're speaking with Mike Baker, former CIA covert operations officer, CEO of Portman Square Group, their global intelligence and security firm. We'll continue the conversation right after this. Our guest today is Mike Baker, former CIA covert operations officer who has all sorts of insight on a number of international topics. We were just speaking about the Brittany Griner situation with Russia. But I want to shift now and talk about the Nancy Pelosi situation as it pertains to Taiwan. The Speaker of the House is considering a visit to Taiwan. Uh, the U.S. military has warned her it might not be a good idea. And now all of a sudden the Chinese Defense Ministry is explicitly warning of a military response if Speaker Pelosi goes forward with a trip to Taiwan. So this means that she would have to be accompanied by the U.S. military. Let's just talk about how tense of a situation it might become if Pelosi does travel to Taiwan. Yeah, so we've got to figure out a way to um, to back uh, Xi in China down uh, because, you know, he, he is apparently of the opinion that you know, they're at the top of the food chain at this point and can essentially say and do whatever they'd like. And this administration, the Biden administration, uh, is going to need to, you know, find a pair of big boy pants and uh, deal with China in the way that needs to happen. I don't mean military conflict by any means, but uh, we, we need to understand that we're not friends. This is not a community of nations when it comes to working with China. Uh, they are our key adversary. They view the world simply in terms of what is in China's best interest. They don't care about anyone else uh, except for the, how it may impact China. And they don't care uh, really about, you know, sort of the, 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 the norms that have existed for years in politics. President Xi has been busy solidifying his position and building up uh, a, uh, an even stronger intel and security apparatus within China. Um, and if Nancy Pelosi backs off of this stated trip now, uh, I think it's a serious mistake. You could argue that the mistake was in deciding they were going to make this trip and announcing it. Uh, you know, they probably could have accomplished a great deal behind the scenes and, and off the radar. But now that they've done it, uh, I think she's in a position where she she really can't afford to back down uh, just because China is rattling their saber. Yeah, and it's also putting the president in a precarious position as well because you said he may have to do something and stand up to China there, but he's kind of a, a conflict with a key member of his own party, the Democratic House Speaker. He hasn't told her explicitly not to go, but he has said things like, well, the military is suggesting that she not go. And it's interesting that you bring up the point that Pelosi could have just went and not made the big announcement about it because earlier this week, her office announced that 
the speaker's travels usually aren't put out there in advance due to security issues. And here we are. The story leaked, and there is, in fact, right. a security issue, possibly the Chinese military getting involved. And now she looks even worse if she doesn't go, at least uh, according to our guest today. And also according to the Senate Minority Leader, Republican Mitch McConnell, he said much of the same. So very interesting um, topics that we got into today and also some very tense ones, too, especially when you consider Brittany Griner's situation. Uh, she's currently in court and facing possibly 10 years in a Russian prison. Nobody wants to see that. We are glad we got to hear, though, from Mike Baker, former CIA covert operations officer and CEO of Portman Square Group. Mike, we look forward to hearing you more on uh, the Fox News Rundown War in Ukraine podcast and the Fox News Channel. Thank you so much for your time. No, of course, John. Thank you very much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Clay Travis. Join me for Outkick the Show as we dive deep into a mix of topics. New episodes available Monday to Friday on your favorite podcast platform and watch directly on outkick.com forward slash watch.